Hey everybody, welcome to the next installment of your Crash Course uh, overview of the Bible. You have, uh, you're listening because you have decided to read the Bible uh, through this year, this new year, 2021, or you just want to see what I have to say about breaking it down as far as the story goes. So far we have looked at... Uh, well, we've broke down the books and how many they, there are and the types of literature that are in there. And uh, now we are on these, this look of the eras of the Old Testament. We've looked at the creation, uh, patriarch, exodus and conquest eras with the uh, main figures of Adam, Abraham, Moses and Joshua. So this brings us now to the judges Era. This is uh, the book of Judges through Ruth. And uh, this was a dark period uh, in the history of the, the Jewish people. Okay, they had lost, uh, lo- <laughs> they lost, their, lost their spiritual moorings. Uh, it's uh, recorded in the final verse of the book of Judges that everyone did what was right in his own eyes. Okay. So the re- that that's the result there is a morally degraded you know society that's become spiritually bankrupt. Um and it becomes a time of almost 400 years. So Israel had all the wealth of the promises of God at their disposal, but they scavenged through the garbage of sin if you will, and they are living a pitiful existence at this time, okay? So, they could have been kings, but they lived like trash paupers, I guess. Okay, so, again, like the others, there are four main subjects in the Judges era, okay? There's Judges, Rebellion, Cycles, and Ruth, okay? So, the Judges are the leaders of Israel, um, that's what's seen in the book of Judges, all right? These judges are not men like that wear black robes like we know today, okay? They are political military leaders of Israel, and they exercise uh, nearly absolute power because of their office and their abilities, okay? So the four major judges were uh, Deborah. Deborah was a woman judge in the early in the judges' era. There's Gideon. Gideon defeated an army of thousands with only 300 men. And then we have Samson. He's probably the most famous judge. Uh, his, his power came from his hair, and uh, he eventually has that cut off, but then eventually has uh, asked the Lord to restore it and then takes, uh, takes the people down along with himself committing suicide. And then there's Samuel, and he's this transitional character, He's held in very high regard in Scripture, all right? He is both the last judge and the first prophet, all right? So that is uh, the judge, the leaders of Israel section. Then you have rebellion, still in the book of Judges, and this is the breaking of God's law, okay? Because this, as I said, it was a dark time. Judges records the darkest period in Israel's history. And, but it's followed by one of the brightest areas, uh, the, con- the conquest area under Joshua. So there's the overlapping again, as we see there, okay? 
um, uh, just before Moses died, he instruct he instructs Israel in Deuteronomy chapter seven to do three things: destroy all the inhabitants of Canaan, avoid intermarriage with the Canaanites, and uh, shun or despise worship of the Canaanite gods. All right, so Israel fails all three of these commands. Uh, so the breaking of God's law and the record of his uh, Israel's moral degradation are recorded here. That brings us to the cycles. The cycles are repetition of Israel's misfortunes. All right, much of the era of Judges involves a series of seven cycles that are recorded in in the book of Judges. And they all they, they have five parts. It's Israel's sins, and then God disciplines them through military conquest by a neighboring country. Then Israel repents and cries out to God for deliverance. God raises up a judge who would deliver them from bondage. In result, God then frees the land from the military oppression for the remainder of that judge's life. All right, that's that is one one cycle. Okay, it's sin, conquest, repentance, deliverance, and freedom. And then when that judge dies, the repetition starts all over again. They fall into sin again. They get conquest, uh, conquered again. They repent and etc. And there's seven cycles that are recorded there. It happens seven times. And that would bring us to Ruth. Okay, so standing out <laughs> as a contrast to the general background of, of the judge's era is Ruth, and described in the book of this, that bears her name, Ruth. It's a, this model woman living during the era of judges as an example of a moral and spiritual strength, okay? Uh, she's this living illustration of the blessings that God would shower on those who live in faithful, faithful obedience to him. And um, one, one, one example of God's blessings toward Ruth is that she is a non-Hebrew, okay? She's, uh, but is listed in the lineage from Abraham to Jesus. That's important when you check out the the, uh, the lineage of Jesus recorded in the Gospels. Okay, so that's, that's what we have. And the storyline there is that Samson and others were chosen as judges to govern the people for 400 rebellious years. Again, a very dark time in the history there and the, that heart, that, that era. That would bring us to uh, 1 Samuel through 2 Chronicles. This is the kingdom era. Okay, so the kings of Israel, they wanted this total freedom. They wanted that freedom uh, to ignore the directives that God had given them on how to just rule and wage war. Okay, but at the same time, they wanted freedom to have economic and military prosperity. Okay, it just wasn't possible. So, as a result, the kingdom era was this turbulent time with all these ups, ups and downs. 
which seems to be the history of Israel as a nation. It's just up and down and up and down. When a righteous king was ruling, the nation would pro prosper. But then when you had an unrighteous king that gained the throne, they would just, they would falter. Okay, so uh, the, the, the unrighteousness part began to... Uh, attach itself to to the to, to to Israel. Okay, so before the books of history were just completed, the nation had collapsed and it suffered at the hands of warring neighbors once again. Okay, um, the the most famous king is David. He's the greatest in this new monarchy, and he's followed by a. Uh, secession of mostly unrighteous kings. And then God would eventually judge Israel for her sin, sending her into exile. And again, we can break this up into four main periods. There's the United Kingdom, not the UK as we are familiar with today, but a kingdom that was united. And there's a division of the kingdom. And then you will see the Northern Kingdom. And the fourth is the Southern Okay, so the, the United Kingdom is the new monarchy. This is First and Second Samuel, and this is the twelve tribes of Israel. Uh, they are united in their demand to God for a king. So God allows Samuel, who is the last judge, to anoint Saul to be the first king, beginning this new monarchy. And Saul's not a righteous king. God does not honor his reign or establish his family on the throne of Israel, okay? But his successor is David, okay? David is a righteous king. Israel prospers under him. And David's son, Solomon, becomes king when David dies. And Solomon rules righteously at first, and then he drifts from God. And so, the, as a result of that, a civil war erupts upon his death, and then the kingdom is divided. So, that's the divided kingdom. It's in 1 Kings. So, there's now a northern kingdom, and that consists of ten tribes. And then there's a southern kingdom that consists of the tribes of Judah and Benjamin. The northern ten, uh, ten tribes, they retain the name Israel, while the southern two tribes adopt the name Judah after the name of the larger tribe. Then in 2 Kings, this is about the northern kingdom, which is the unrighteous kingdom, okay? And the civil war that splits it, um, uh, Jerob <laughs> you would say Jeroboam or Jeroboam commands the northern kingdom of Israel. He's unrighteous. And every other king, there's 19 in total who uh, succeed him during the 250-year life of the northern kingdom. It's unrighteous as well. And because of this, God raises up Assyria to conquer uh, the northern kingdom, and he scatters his people to the four winds. And that unrighteous kingdom is never restored. That's about the end. That's the end. You never really hear of them again after that. And then uh, also... In 2 Kings, you're going to read uh, about the southern kingdom, okay? Uh, Solomon's son, uh, and, and it's the inconsistent kingdom, okay? Because Solomon's son commands the southern, southern kingdom of Judah. He's also unrighteous. Um, but the southern kingdom 
fare somewhat better than the northern because they last for 400 years um, and its life is prolonged by eight righteous kings out of out of a total of 20. Right. Judas sins, though, they finally catch up to her. God brings judgment on this inconsistent kingdom by raising up Babylonia. And Babylonia had conquested uh, or or conquered Assyria. So Babylonia then conquers Judah and they gather all the leaders, uh, artisans and everybody take them away to captivity in Babylonia. So uh, that is then that storyline, the, the kingdom, okay, that David, the greatest king in the, the new monarchy, is followed by this succession of mostly unrighteous kings, and God eventually judges Israel for her sin, sending her into an exile. Which brings us then to the next era, the exile era. Ezekiel and Daniel and all that. And uh, th- this is a, uh, you know, s- sin is a fact. <laughs> and disobedience is sin. And then it leads to consequences. All right. Israel uh, suffered this many times. The relationship with God had deteriorated. They lived that up and down rebellion against against him for that 400 years during the kingdom era, continually paying that price. And then finally the debt became so great, the judgment came in the form of a military conquest, okay? So during the time of the exile, there were great spiritual leaders and there was repentance on the part of a segment, okay? A remnant, if you will, of the Jewish people. But they, they did not... This didn't remove the penalty for all those years of rebellion, all right? The full price of the exile was exacted, okay? So here we have the the figure with the exile is Daniel. The location is Babylonia. And uh, Daniel gives leadership, and he encourages faithfulness among the exiles for the 70 years that they are there. And so as I said in the very first episode of the crash course that history uh some histories contained in books that are prophecy books and that would be the case with the exile era okay um the 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 biblical reference for the four main divisions of this era include some of the the prophecy books so the four main divisions are prophecy prophets exiles and a power change so in Jeremiah's prophecy, okay, like that northern kingdom Israel has been been conquered by Assyria, and it's d- dispersed. Uh, during that time, the events that are described in Second Kings, right, with the southern kingdom Judah receives a warning of this impending captivity through Jeremiah. Jeremiah is known as the weeping prophet. And he prophesies that the nation will be taken into captivity at the hands of the Babylonians. And this happens in 586 B.C. And so he's an accurate uh, prophet. He accurately prophesies that the captivity will last for 70 years, and it did. 
uh, the next division then would be the prophets. And these are the, the ones, Ezekiel and Daniel, that are encouraging faithfulness of those in exile. All right. Um, so during that exile, the, the two the, those two prophets wrote the two books, Ezekiel and Daniel. Um, there's not a lot that is known about Ezekiel because this book is mostly prophetic. It's not autobi- uh, autobiographical at all, but he foretells of a national restoration. So he's encouraging faithfulness among the exiles. And Daniel's book, while it is a book of prophecy, is, is, does have some biographical content in there too. And he is this prominent governmental leader a lot like Joseph was in Egypt. So while Daniel's personal life is an example to his people, it's his prophecies that tend to concern the future destruction that would come. And, of course, then you get into the eschatological things there, which we're not going to be hitting upon here. I've got plenty of episodes on that. Okay, so... And then then you have the... uh, Exiles, okay? This includes Daniel too. So that the book of Daniel gives us gives a glimpse of life among the exiles. Uh, the Jews are in in this um, in this culture where they were exiled, okay? They they're experiencing discrimination. Um, but in spite of all this, they seem fairly well integrated into society. And some of them actually achieve positions of prominence there and that's what you have is like they are assimilated into the culture okay and they sort of just take grab of the opportunity to be part of Babylonia but then this power change happens because the Persian Empire expands so while the Jews are in exile all right Persia rises to become the dominant military power of that region and they conquer Babylonia, okay? Now, Babylonia had conquered Assyria, but now they're being conquered by Persia. So now Persia rules not only her land, but the land once dominated by Assyria and Babylonia. And that empire expands from the the Tigris River to the Mediterranean Sea. And so that's that's where you're... That sums up then that exile... Uh, that exile area. And that would be then uh, prophecy, prophets, exiles, and power change. So there's there's a lot there's a lot there when you're reading in these areas. And I would not, you know, don't listen to this and be discouraged. To listen to this and be a little bit more encouraged to have a better understanding of what's going on and look at your cross references and see what's going on. Like when the books are crossing over or overlapping because they're repeating and telling more of the story that's been left out in other writings. So then we'll get to the return era in the next episode. And also with the silence area and that uh, silence era and that area 
And that will conclude the Old Testament portion of your crash course in understanding the Bible. 